the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Four minutes after the hour. Where, where am I? Too hot? Yeah, on your on, on down your recording. Here? On your recording. Okay, on my recording. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> I've got some help in here today. Now you know what I put up with, Mark. Yeah, no, I mean, no kidding. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. I said no shoot. <laughs> if I missed that, I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, last week, as you know, um, I, I've got Kurt and I've got Eric from Kurt's Automotive, I-17 in Bell Road. i got Al and my son, so it's the old guys against the young guys. And I'm just putting you on notice, both of you, that you have that against you. Yeah. Are you up to it? I don't know. You guys are the ones about ready to fall in the grave. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm good. I'm not so, worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you need to be worried about it because it, it's going to happen. Anyway, uh, Kurt and I have been in business. Kurt, you've been in business? 33 years. 33 years, and I think we started in 79. Eric, how long have you been working for Kurt? Over 20 now. 20 years? Yeah. Aren't you married to his daughter? Yeah, I am. That's a whole different story right there. <laughs> <laughs> and, Alan, how long have you been working for our family? Uh, just over 25. Okay. All right. So what's your job title? Let's make sure that everybody knows. Whatever they tell me to do. Okay. That's the politically correct one. But really, <laughs> fireman, <laughs> per, uh, are you shop handling, manager. Shop manager. Are you handling uh, personnel problems? Yeah. Are you I've doing hiring, firing? I have committee into that, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So so basically, your square is a lot bigger than what you just represented. Yeah. I, I'm scared to ask you, Alan. What? Uh, what what's your job? Well, that just depends on who you ask. I, mean, I have business cards that say Shop B. <laughs> and if you ask anybody else, I'm, I'm Andy's B, so it, you know, it's just kind of a... It's true. Somebody made him business card, B-I-T-C-H. That's what it says on it. His job title is Shop B. And everybody thinks that's the funniest thing in the world. Um, I don't know who did that, but if I if I found him why they're spending my money <laughs> buying stupid business cards like that, I'd probably be upset. And it and, and obviously, Kurt, these guys are our right hand. They are the ones we're leaning on to carry on. Yes, and to take us into the re- the, the, the second portion of our life, where we travel by an, in our own jets and, and, uh, <laughs> and we take the women to Europe and all if that kind of stuff. We're going to do that. They can't work on the jets, Mark. Yeah, well, I know, but they have to make the money to so we can buy the oh, jets. I just don't trust them to adjust things. What do you think, Eric? You going to be able to pull this off? Well, we'll find out because it takes a lot of what he puts in. Yeah, to make oh, everything work. Oh, so he's part of the of the complete uh, circle of the business operation. Yeah. from morning till night. Yep, Alan. <laughs> He's got that bad look on his face. It don't look good, good for you, Mark. For, yeah. for, for us, it's uh, the further you stay away, the better off we are. 
I knew that was coming. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> no, it's we're fine. We love it. It's, it's, no, no, no. I mean, in all seriousness, it's yeah. It's we enjoy it. Andy and I, we enjoy what we do. We enjoy spending spending our days together and working together. I'm holding my breath. <laughs> I'm holding my breath. Why? Um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> and, and so to explain to everybody else, he obviously runs the operation to some extent. Yeah, Eric. the shop area, yes. Okay. And so who handles the books and the money? I handle the books and the money, and my younger daughter, Anna, runs the front counter and, and all of that. Okay. So it's similar to how you got it set up. Yeah, yeah. Alan handles all all the bays, both businesses, the Salem Boys uh, Mechanical Repair, and then, his, uh, then we have a mm-hmm. performance division. So he handles all that. He handles all personnel. Um, any problems there? Um, he, it's better for him to handle them than Andy, my daughter. Really? Yeah. Um, Andy has a little less patience than he does. <laughs> and when when he walks up and puts his arm around you and says, "We need to go talk," six foot four, they usually just say, "Okay, fine, let's go." So, it, and Andy's in charge of the money, which is a good thing for Alan. <laughs> that's the but yeah. <laughs> that's the that'll real never change. Yeah, in my family, that was the most important thing. <laughs> He's like my dad. Oh, <laughs> I mean, he acts like my dad. Oh, and so and and my my dad was a, a good-hearted guy, except <clears throat> he he never saw a dollar he didn't like to spend. And uh, and and Andy's more of a miser. Yeah. So Andy handles the front counter. She handles the money, the books, that kind of stuff. Um, Alan hand. So she's like CFO, and he's like COO operations. So the two of them do it. Yeah. But but they're right. Um, Mom and I have very little, if anything, um, related to the business anymore. I mean, they both got 20 years or 25 years yeah. experience. So um, I, I'm assuming that they can pull it off. They'll do it. They, they've um, they've had a couple of things happen just recently that was kind of like, I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> and how did you handle this? And, you know, stuff like that with uh, whether an employee or whether it was with vendors. They can't hear you shake your head. No, no, I'm, I'm I'll... Yeah, employees, vendors, customers. Yeah, uh, complaints, stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we, and and so they're. It, it's not that they're learning. It's just that as they get those, it's kind of like they'll call Renee first, and then Renee will give them an opinion. Then they'll call me to see which one they like. <laughs> <laughs> and Renee Re- is a hugger and a and a smoozer. And you're more off with the head. Um, I'm I'm the hatchet guy. Yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> it, that that is sort of flip flopped over the last couple of years. Um. Mom comes in sometimes and just, <laughs> what happened to you? <laughs> Who's she happened? talking to? You or Andy? Both of us. Okay. What what happened to you? Like what? You know, she'll come in and who's that guy out there collecting the the, the waste tires? Mom, calm down. <laughs> we know who it is. He's not back there stealing them. We, we, relax. Okay. Well, I just yelled at him for what? <laughs> he didn't do anything. I've seen that smile come on your face, Mark. You're proud of Ray. Yeah. I am. I am. I am. I'm very proud of him <laughs> for that reason. Well, in in our family, um, it's. I'm telling you right now, we have Snow White and Jack the Ripper, and I will explain the difference. Okay, Snow White hugs and gives the kids, and then dresses their owies. Okay, and Snow White knows how to say yes. Jack the Ripper is the no, and Jack the Ripper is the one who spanks him. Not Snow White. Jack the Ripper is the one that said. So when you go to. Alan, well, not anymore. You don't speak us anymore. That, that stopped two years ago. But. 
<laughs> something about him being six inches taller yeah. than you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no question about that. We're talking. I, I'm just a, kidding. A I know what you're talking okay. about. <laughs> so it's kind of like if you need a hug, you go to her. If you're going to get your butt chewed, you're coming to me. And that's the way it's been. Yeah. And to some extent, that has extended to him and his sister Andy. To some extent. Um, would you. Which one is Snow White? Which one's Jack? Or are you both Jack the Ripper? No, no. It it, it depends. I'm 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 the most extreme of both. Okay. I'm 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 the nicest. Put your arm around you, give you a hug. You know, joke, okay. have fun. But I'm also the very, very, very top too. So she when fills it, the middle. Yeah, she's she's that that middle. You know, sixty percent. I'm the bottom twenty and the top twenty. I'm if you know if a customer needs to be thrown out, then. And I'm the one who does that. Okay, so you're taking the extremes, the extreme yeah, good yeah. and the extreme bad, yeah, and yeah. she kind of fills the middle. Yeah, yeah. She had a, a customer uh, with a complaint the other day, and uh, he kept calling and he kept saying, I want to talk to that young lady that I dealt with at the front counter. The cute young lady. Cute young lady. And then he starts saying all kinds of inappropriate stuff about taking her to lunch in Scottsdale and see what happens and all this kind of stuff. He doesn't understand she's running the company. Yeah. <laughs> he thinks the girl she... he met at the at the at the, 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 the cute girl that he met at the front counter is also, you know, yeah. running the company. So yeah. The one he's talking to right now. He doesn't so get that. He he keeps talking and he just keeps digging this hole deeper and deeper and deeper. And now we have a better business bureau complaint that involves him, <laughs> but he still doesn't understand that she is is the yeah. decision maker. So when it comes up that he and then he may deny that he said some of this really stupid stuff, but the fact of the matter is, is who the person is that he sent it to. The fact of the matter is, it's in writing. Yeah, oh, and most of it it is in writing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, it's that's in what writing. Andy said. He, he had a lot of emails and in yeah, writing yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. So, and here's the key. <clears throat> He's been in twice. Okay, get this. There's 930 days between his first visit and his second visit. Yeah, that's like over three years almost. Yeah, yeah. So, and this has, it's a 36-year-old car that had never <laughs> run before we got wow. it. It's an 84 Monte Carlo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's, it, it's, it's we did a lot of work and we did a lot of good work, but he's got all these new things that the mm-hmm. rearview mirror fell off the windshield. That's our fault. And so there's lots of other things as the car gets on the road. Obviously, yeah. there's other things that are going to happen. But anyway, we'll we'll deal with it. We, just like you guys. Yeah. When you get a complaint, yeah. you just deal with it. Yeah. Okay. We have Kurt and Mark, and between the two of us, we have would you say sixty to eighty years? Uh, yes. Okay, and and then we got the two whippersnappers. Yeah, they only got fifty some between them. But yeah, yeah, is that right? <laughs> okay, so here's what we're gonna do: it. Kurt and I are gonna just sit back and you two guys handle everything. Hey, we'll do it. Okay, all right. So I'm just gonna don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know when he went to jail, he got a lot of this stuff from jail. You yeah, they pick up bad habits there. <laughs> All righty, 602-508-0960. I didn't give the number on purpose until now because I I just thought we'd give him lots of fodder to call <laughs> in for. But um, So Kurt from Kurt's Auto, I-17 and Bell. Uh, my story about Kurt's has been the same since day one. I knew of you, and the lady had called me. She had been told by two or three shops that she needed a motor. Mm-hmm. And when I talked to her, I said, any motor clatter, any noise, all you got is this red light on, blah, blah, blah. So I said, I, I don't know that you need a motor. 
and I don't know what the red light was, but it's not clattering, it's not squeaking, it's starting and running. Mm-hmm. So I said, you need to go talk to Kurt. So she takes it to your shop, and you guys do an oil pressure switch on it, fixes the light, and the truck's been running ever since. So I don't know what that repair bill was. Do you? Can you throw it off the top of your head? Oil pressure test and R and R. I would think around two hundred dollars. Okay, something. and I was going to say yeah. one fifty to two hundred dollars. Yeah. So you guys fixed her car. Well, ever since then, she's been a good customer of yours. But I mean, she's her and I have developed you know a friendship like a brother and yeah. sister because she's you guys made her happy, and and I was honored because you fixed the car and you didn't put a motor in it. <laughs> <laughs> and, but does how many times has that a year? How many times do you get somebody with a really big estimate that actually... Now, I'm not suggesting that it's 100% of the time. No. no, I'm no. just saying, how many times a year does that happen, Alan, Eric? I don't know, half a dozen or something. Alan? Yeah, I'd say maybe once a month okay. where you get something like that. Where somebody says something and then they are getting a second opinion and then it's a little easier for us to pull that off. Mm-hmm. Because at least we have the symptoms, we have the other estimate, and then we can form our own opinion. So... Okay, 602-508-0960. I'm going to hit my mark this time. Watch this. Yeah. 602-508-0960. Kurt and Eric from Kurt's Automotive. Alan and Mark from uh, the shop in uh, Mesa, and we'll be right back. Hugh Hewitt sees a vaccine coming sooner than later. I got great news and terrible news. Terrible news is we had a million infections in the United States last week, and the uh, third wave of the virus is enormous. And the best news is that um, results from competitor vaccine trials. The markets are acting like these are going to work. I mean, we're going to help is on the way. Cavalry is on the way. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at four on Intelligent Talk nine sixty, The Patriot. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in nineteen eighty-two. That's over thirty-five years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7:30 a.m. to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle, and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer. Rest easy with the new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed. You can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Will it help with her snoring? I snore. Does Rudolph have a red nose? Yes, it can be gently raised on either side to help relieve snoring. So you can really promise better sleep. Not promise, prove. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our weekend special. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed. Plus free premium delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. Ask your smart speaker to find your local Sleep Number store today. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. On the next episode of Recipes for Disaster. So we've got our neighbor Paul coming over tonight for a barbecue, which is why I prepared a delicious lemon rosemary steak marinade for my special collection of old family recipes. 
To make sure the steaks are extra, extra, extra tender, I left them marinating out on the counter overnight, just like Nana used to. Maria may mean well, but without food safety, it never ends well. Always thaw or marinate foods in the refrigerator at 40 degrees Fahrenheit or below. Or you could make your friends and family really sick. Maria's neighbor Paul didn't think twice about the steak he ate until he was presenting his company's financial forecast to the board. That's when a sudden bout of food poisoning made it explicitly clear that profits weren't the only thing on the rise. Watch Recipes for Disaster at foodsafety.gov. You'll learn the right steps as Maria does everything wrong. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. There's going to bring me a baby brother. We can do this together. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh, man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. The mechanic raised up from Hello, under Welcome my back, everybody. We're talking about cars. Kurt from Kurt's Automotive, Eric. Um, Eric is Kurt's right-hand man, um, Mark Salem, and my son, Alan. So we have the two young, uh, 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 what do they call that Studs. in that? Hold on, hold on. Um, that was that. Studs. Studs. <laughs> young no. studs, that's yeah. what you can call it. No. no. It was the guy that I thought cr- thug was better. The karate kid. <laughs> yeah. What, what's oh, that sensei one? and... Uh, and grasshopper. Grasshopper, yeah. These the two grasshoppers. That's what we got right here. Okay, we're going to take a call because we got Martin. Martin, thanks for calling. How can we help you? Hey, this comment is for Alan. Um, I just wanted to call and personally thank him again for helping me with the repair from hell that I had in his shop for the last month. So, totally satisfied and totally appreciate how much he worked with me and and help me out uh, fixing my uh, piece of crap truck. Hey, I, yeah, I know exactly who this is. Uh, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate that. Thank you for working with me. I mean, it took a took a little longer than we than we thought it was going to be, and we ran into some issues. But uh, I appreciate you working with me, and I, I'm glad to glad to help you. Give me the umbrella. This yeah. is the one we had the cab off of in the back there, that 450. And I know, but tell uh, our audience. What, oh, what was it had doing? a uh, it had a bad oil cooler, <laughs> um, okay. and so what was happening is, is as it heated up. It would slow the slow the the oil would overheat and uh, and it would throw it into limp mode. Okay. And so we we got that taken care of and then um, that was the one that we had to have that stud extracted that we worked for three yes. days to get that stud extracted. Finally got that out, got that all put back together. And um, what kind of vehicle was it? Ford. F four fifty. Yeah, Ford F four fifty. Okay. They said cab. They said cab off. It's a Ford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anytime, Martin. Thank you for everything. I appreciate it. Okay. And then yeah, and- no, I will definitely. Uh, recommend you guys to anyone i know so i really appreciate it no problem buddy anytime that's that's very kind right, but uh, when okay. we're talking about studs uh, we pulled the exhaust manifold <laughs> off of it yeah and it had a bolt exhaust of- manifold leak so it was squealing real loud okay so then we the bolts are galled to the where they live and so they're broken 
So now we have to drill them and easy out. Somehow we got to get the old studs out yeah. and put new studs. Yeah. So we de- we found this new. What what is it? Uh, well, there was a leak and it had broken the stud off. We couldn't okay. get the stud out, so we ended up having to try to extract it. Okay, what well, we did. Yeah, well, we yeah we ended up getting it after breaking two taps and three drill bits and fourteen, uh, you know, everything. How many bad words? Thousand dollars in tools and lots of bad words. <laughs> lots of bad words. <laughs> lots of bad words. <laughs> okay, but you told me that you found something that you yeah. used that was uh, new technology. Yeah. Well, it's not new. Te- it's just it, it was a it was a it's a it's a it's a jig. So you put it up there and then it keeps the uh, keeps the extractor and the and the drill bit straight. How did you get the broken tap out? The we went in hard. with a we used the same extractor and went in with a burr bit and basically just ground. Ground it away. Okay. Ground okay. the uh, extractor away, and the and the um, uh, grounded it away, and and then once we got that done, then we were able to okay. drill. T- yeah, it was just a mess. Uh, and on a side note, you guys, Kurt and Eric, Tom Blackwell has this machine that we have called him and asked him to come here, and he has this machine that's a magic machine where he puts this thing in there, pulls the trigger, and everything is gone. Right, something similar. Yeah, it's like a, it's yeah, and that's what we had him scheduled, and okay. um. The problem with that is, is it's very uh, uncontrolled. And the, he, he told me, he goes, I've done two of these. He says, one ruined the head and the other one worked great. Oh, and boy. Went, <laughs> 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 yeah. 50-50. Yeah, right? 50-50. So <laughs> luckily we were able to um, to uh, get it extracted prior to him having to do that. But, uh, okay. yeah, he, he's done it a couple times for us. The F-450, we put in a twin post hoist just for the forge where you got to pull the cab off. Mm-hmm. All right, so, folks, you you got to take the cab off. You lift the cab off the chassis. So the chassis, the tires, wheels, the engine, the transmission, gas tanks are all there. What we didn't know is you have to mark the tires. Yes. So when you roll it out to work on it and you roll it back, you can set the body back, <laughs> back down where, that... where it did came from. But we know that now. Yeah. We learned that now. We just don't move them now. Yeah. <laughs> we lift the cab. Well, on I'm there. glad I could help you guys learn something. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Yeah, and and, and as, yeah. as, as Alan's dad, that uh, you've made my whole day. I, I appreciate that. Now, that's not opening the door for all the people that he's made mad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, a lot of times people don't call in when they had a good experience, you know. So I just, I own my own business, so I know how that goes. So thank I appreciate, you, you know. You yeah, bet. Th- thank All you right, very thank much. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you, Martin. Uh, you need to put a star in his file. Yeah, no, he's, 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 a, he's a great customer. So, so it, it, um, it, it, and you, Kurt, you have those? Yes. Okay. I got another caller I got to take real quick. Um, Paul, how can I help you? Uh, hello. Um, I have a 2001 Chevy Venture, and I've been trying to figure out how to stop the gas tank from leaking. It's a plastic or vinyl, whatever, okay. gas tank, and it's leaking, been leaking around, just seeping out just a little bit at a time around where the filler is. And is there this some is kind where of the, Hold on, hold on. This is where the filler neck enters the fuel tank. Yes. Okay, I just needed to get that, you know, for all of our uh, visions. But go ahead. So, is there some kind of sealant that I can put on that? No, it's an old vehicle, and I have not been able to find a used gas tank. Okay, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do a, a consensus now. Everybody's got their idea in their head, right? So, on three, uh-huh. you're gonna say what y- you're gonna say, yes or no. Okay. So on three, one, two. Three. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> the answer to your question is: is none of us know anything uh, that will work. Short. No. Sh- go ahead. They don't have anything for the 
the EPDM plastics that will seal against the fuel. Um, okay. Silicone's not going to work. Silicone JB work. Weld's not going to work. Even your gas tank sealer that they'll sell mm-hmm. doesn't work because it's made to adhere to roughened steel, not plastic. Okay. So, so what's plan B? Uh, we've been actually having to plastic weld them. Oh, okay. Well, that's pop- but you got to take it out. You got to take it out, too. and you got to find somebody who knows how to do that. Yes. So, who do you use for that? Me. <laughs> oh well, give me your cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. We've we've actually had to start doing it because a lot of these tanks aren't available anymore. So we've okay. actually been yeah. I've but been the tank's got to come out. Yeah, the tank's got to come okay. out. Okay. Hey, Paul, are you capable of pulling the tank? Yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. Well, here's your choice. You either have them pull it, fix it, and put it back in, which I think is the best deal because that way you can line everything up. Yeah. Or you take the tech out and bring it to them. It's one way or the other. Now, I'm not going to hold you to this price, but I want you to give me a range. I want to hear this. No less than and no more than. Yeah. Okay? Well, if if he brings me that. I'm no, let's do, do an R&R. R&R t- and yeah. everything. I think that's a, a few. I'm going to think. Low end, 500, upper end, 800. I don't remember. I don't know how much is in the way to pull okay. that tank out. And, 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 and if the emptier it is, the better we like yes, it. Yes, Because we don't have to pump it out into three or four, and I'm making fun of this, 55-gallon drums. Right. So, Do you have to drain the tank to plastic weld? If it's on the bottom, because it's on the fill side of oh, it. It's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But, I mean, if, not flammable? It's plastic. No, no. It's, it's, it's using heat and other plastic material. So you're not using flame. You can't do flame. Okay, okay. And, and that's the, I that's think it's really a heat thing. It's a gun that heats, yes. and you're heating up the plastic and the rod, which is plastic, and yeah. it's kind of welding with plastic. Yes. Okay. Does it work? Yeah, I've done it a bunch. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Okay, yeah. I-17 in Bell Road, and you're going to talk to Eric, and I have a coupon for um, $25 <laughs> off. Did he say 800 on the high end? He <laughs> meant, <he> meant 2000 <laughs> Okay. <laughs> anyway, Paul, that's that's the best I can offer you. These guys, I told them not to start drinking before we started this show, and it's not been worked out very well. But um, Kurtz Automotive, uh, I-17 in Bell, northeast corner, and okay. you talk to Eric, Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you Thank very you. much, gentlemen. You Appreciate betcha. You. Larry Harker's Auto is a great place. He's up on 38th Avenue in Indian School. He's been around a long time, and Bob and Ellen run it. And I'm telling you, they're a good shop, and they are great diagnosticians. They do oil changes all the way up to the big dog stuff. So if you're looking for a shop, 38th Avenue in Indian School, Larry Harker's Auto. What happened to Carter Page should never happen to another American again. Page was a model citizen, a Naval Academy graduate, a successful businessman, and a cooperative source for U.S. intelligence services. But when Page became a supporter of Donald Trump, the FBI targeted him, spied on him, and persecuted him in a phony investigation. Now Carter Page is telling his story. In his compelling new book, Abuse and Power, Carter Page gives us the shocking details of being targeted by the Obama administration Justice Department, how he was kept under surveillance, and then finally vindicated. Abuse and Power by Carter Page is the story of a private citizen caught up in a politically motivated spying operation intended to frame him. The Democratic Party, the mainstream media, and their allies in the Justice Department and intelligence services lied and perverted justice in order to destroy a duly elected president. Abuse and Power, How an Innocent American Was Framed in an Attempted Coup Against the President, is the new book by Carter Page. Available now at Amazon and wherever books are sold. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. We all know that a radical minority holds sway in corporate culture today, but retail giant Target has generously shown us just how far this madness has gone. 
After a single complaint from a Twitter user, Target removed Abigail Schreier's book, Irreversible Damage, from its shelves. The book in question was smeared as transphobic. It is not. Schreier courageously points out the incredible damage radical transgender ideology can inflict on our children. While Target eventually reversed the ban, it is still a cause for outrage that a corporation of this size is so easily controlled by so few. Banning books which object to sex changes for children is only possible in an organization beholden to the radical left. Shareholders need to demand viewpoint diversity in our corporations. If conservative shareholders fail to show up at annual meetings or vote for or against board members, book manning may be the least of our worries. Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird, too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. Or S, speech difficulty. Then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately. Because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment. And that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs. Face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. It's easy to take a day for granted. You and your family are connected by routine and you stick to it. But what if a disaster strikes without warning? What if life as you know it has completely turned on its head? What if your day's routine is disrupted and you can't reach your family? Have you planned for that? Before a disaster turns your family's world upside down, it's up to you to be ready. Get a kit. Make a plan. Be informed. Today. Learn how at www.ready.gov. Ready.gov. This message brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Ad Council. All about that demon, all the Hey, everybody, 34 minutes after the hour. and uh, Okay, Gil, um, I'd like you to fire up your mic. I'm here. Okay. Um, first of all, we don't have any callers, and it's all your fault. So <laughs> 602-508-0960, Second of all, you said that you covered up the bad word I used. And um, my wife called Alan and said you didn't. <laughs> so she said I heard it. Now whether that means she heard the dump or she heard the <laughs> the word, I don't know. But that's what she told me. Anyway, um, I still want you to point to me. So if anybody says anything down at the station, you just say you got to talk to Big Mouth Salem, and uh, and and he'll take the beating for me. Okay. Oh, it's oh you got it. Yeah. Okay, all right. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. What's really good about this show is just what we went through. 
we have a problem that Alan and I have never heard before on a fix, although we've done everything you've done, trying JB Weld and silicone and all that stuff. So now we also talk about that there's Jeeps out there with the vent, a nipple on the top of a plastic tank that breaks off mm-hmm. that necessitate the replace of the tank, but you fix those. Well, I haven't had to actually do any of them that actually break the nipple. Those uh-huh. are the ones you have to find a tank, and then if then later if something should happen, you'd have to go back and fix it. But okay. anytime they, they actually break the nipples, it's about unheard you, of. You would. They do have things that I might try, like you know, you can get the repair kits for the nipples on radiators and uh-huh. stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, we have those. Yes. So you would be something maybe you could try, and then maybe you know adhere the plastic to them that piece well not only that is is we could take the sending unit out which means we can get our hands inside the tank yeah and so if we're going to have some kind of a sandwich thing that makes it easier for us to do that yes yeah Uh, so you don't think you don't think you could uh do a nipple if it well if you had a if you could get a rod that was the inside bore so you could keep it aligned and keep it straight so you could seal it together sure that That may work that may work. Okay. okay. How often are you running across that uh, evap we've nipple? Done, we've done three, four, five of them. Okay. Something like that. And he has a big clientele of Jeepsters and gray-haired guys and all that other kind of stuff yeah. that, that bring in their stuff. So anyway, 602-508-0960, if you uh, have a car, que- car question, now's the time to call. And who might that be? That would be Dave. Dave, good morning. How can we help you? Morning, sir. Hey, I've got a PT Cruiser aluminum oil pan stripped out uh, for the drain plug. What in the world do I do? Um, give it, uh, Alan, let's go with you first. There's a number of things you could do. I mean, uh, you could go with an oversized drain plug, um, or you could do a heli- you could try a helicoil. I mean, they they make this is a, obviously a common issue. Um, we just bought a kit from Matco that did, had uh, where you I think re redrill and put a oversized drain plug in it um i don't know if it's something i would attempt myself i think i'd probably take it to a shop if it were me in your position but uh getting it there might be tricky but um to to us and us in the shop and us in the industry this is easy yeah i would i would say that what we have a tendency to do is you know we give the customer two choices say we we can try the oversized but we use the oversized that screws in and then it's mm-hmm. got a shut valve on it, so we're not pulling that thread in and out no more. Good idea. So Great idea. We do that's that. Cool. Yeah. And then, but if they prefer, we can also just change the pan because that guarantees longer longevity. But to try not to keep stripping more threads, we put the oversize that has the shut off valve inside of it so we don't have to pull that plug no more. Okay, well, what about the big nipples we used to use, the little rubber nipples? Yeah, they used to have them little in a little tool. Yes. And then when you put the tool in and do it, everything dumps on your arm all at once. Yeah, Absolutely. it's pretty cool. No, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> but but the issue is, is this had like a, a, a hypodermic thumb yeah. thing on it, okay? Yeah. And so it, you didn't matter what the hole looked like. It no. could be stripped. So you'd stick this in, and it would extend this nipple long, and you'd put it in, and then you'd pull the tool out, and the end of it would flare out, and it worked great. The only problem with that, I had one in one of my cars. Mm-hmm. My wife hit a, a board in the road. Mm-hmm. It ripped the whole thing out driving down the road, and she dumped all the oil. We didn't lose the engine because she stopped. Well, that's her fault. She should have seen the wood before she ran over it. <laughs> you know, I tried that excuse. It didn't work, Mark. You might want to change. No, no, no. I, I, I was just floating a trial balloon right there. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's... Hey, but anyway. hey where, do you get, where do you get that uh, Where do you get that one with the spigot on it? 
any parts store? Buy that. The, yeah, the variety of parts stores. I mean, it's, sometimes you have to do a little searching because some people don't know exactly, but they're what, they're out there. What would he What would he say to the well, parts just, store? You're going to look for a drain plug with a removable, like a drain. ball valve. Yeah. Well, yeah. some of them got ball valve style, and some of them actually got an internal. It's a double. Oh, okay. double bolt. Yeah. Yeah, it's a double bolt. So some okay. of them have so got. Is the self tapper pretty successful? Not. It, Not that I've ever done one. If you can do it, if you can get a lot of room where you can get it very straight, and yeah. you got to make sure it's you know holds good. Here's the problem: if you get it crooked, you're, you're in big trouble. And there's hardly any way to recover from that. If you if you don't get all that metal out of inside the pan, then most of it will be stopped by the screen on the oil pump, but it'll also restrict the the. the so there's some real. This is one Negative. of those things where the risk is huge. And the reward isn't. So it's not like we're going to make a whole lot of money if we hit a successful. But if we hit a foul, three foul balls, or we get three strikes, um, then we're in big trouble. It also depends on what the what the R and R what the what the labor time is to do the oil pan. I mean, if you got to pull the engine, it's a fourteen hour oil pan. Then I'd get that thing to a shop and make sure you get it <laughs> right, because that's the last yeah, thing you I want just to be did doing. a two thousand dollar regasket a traverse, so I hear what you're saying. You, you know what I mean? So uh, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it's cool. We're not talking in hours. Just let's do it this way, okay? Fourteen hours at even a hundred dollars an hour. Yeah. Everybody knows that's stupid. It's fourteen hundred dollars. Right. Okay. So on the on the low side, it's fourteen hundred dollar uh, versus the uh, options yeah. that we yeah. talked about. Yeah. yeah. So. And that's just a guess. I, I'm saying it could be. 30 minutes i'm just saying that you know it but but that would that would certainly uh persuade my decision <laughs> yeah too. i mean how hard yeah, this whole a 1400 dollars car 1400 dollars car i hear you <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. hey you know we work on a lot of those yeah okay hey, i gotta keep gotta keep them running yeah right. I, I don't yeah it's kind of like my wife same thing she drives a ford and i gotta keep it running god bless I'm all her over the ford yeah i hear yeah. you man all right all thanks right. for your thank Thank right, you, Dave. All right, lines are wide open. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. You got five, one in five chance of getting on, and we're here to help you. Kurt and Eric from Kurt's Automotive and Alan and Mark from Salem Boys Auto, and we'll be right back. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Hey, my name is Steve Woods, and I am hosting a show on 960 The Patriot called The Beacon. It's sponsored by Phoenix Christian, and it's a show where we look at how God uses the unexpected to do the unexplainable. Listen in on Sunday mornings from 9 a.m. to 10 o'clock on 960 The Patriot to The Beacon, and be encouraged, hear cool stories from amazing people of things that only God can do for His glory, for the sake of His kingdom, and for the encouragement of those who listen. 
Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. America, welcome home the brave. The brave men and women who serve their country are coming home. Home to their cities and towns. Home to their mountains and valleys. Home to their families and friends. Home to America. Some of these warriors are coming home with wounds you can see, and some with wounds you can't see, like post-traumatic stress disorder. Wounded Warrior Project was created to provide the support these wounded veterans need to ensure their return to America is well-adjusted and successful. But we need your help to ensure that our mission is a success. Help us honor and empower these wounded warriors. Contact us at findwwp.org. America, welcome home the brave. Okay, we're rocking and rolling. we got a full bank of boards, and we're going straight to the caller. So, Bob, you're up first. How can I help you today? Morning, guys. Do you guys ever see any advantage to installing an external transmission filter? Like, I think there's one brand called Magnifying. Or some people put even like a spin-on, uh, almost like an oil filter, like okay, plumb it in line. Let me change your question. Have any of us installed something like that on our cars? No. 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 Okay. Have any of us installed that on behalf of a customer? An ec- a, an additional tranny filter? Yeah. Yes. No. I mean, m- most cars now have two of them. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say most. Some of them have two, you know, spin on an internal. So yeah. I don't know what you would. I, I think that there's bigger risk than reward there. First of all, how many, let me change the question again. How many times have we seen a transmission come in that was plugged with metal and didn't, you know, for whatever reason, yeah. it doesn't happen. No. So no. there's no real need for an additional filter because we're not seeing the need for an additional filter. And then you filter. add additional connections, lines, all kinds of things that can leak and yeah, I have I, messes. Yeah, I don't see anything. Yeah, I don't see a benefit to it. But if you're hauling a trailer and you're overheating it, putting a cooler on would be different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the the fact is, what is, what what uh, what kind of problem are you trying to fix? Just just trying to extend longevity, like on a GMC pickup. I mean, to just I, I've just seen it written up on message boards where guys okay. install up. I mean, most most transmission except the GMC, they have like that spin-on filter, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, that Allison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they say they technically say that the Allison you change the spin on every thirty, but but the internal is a quote unquote lifetime. Yeah, that's I mean, true. They, they tell you not even to change it, which we do. But okay, you know we we um there's we don't see a need for it, and 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 you know the the idea it's just another one of those things that you'll hear on the message boards because somebody says that fixed my transmission problem. We all know it didn't, mm-hmm. so it's just one of those things. But anyway, Bob, that's a question we've never had. Thank you very much for that, Al. You're up next. Yes, sir. I love to show you guys. Thank I got you. a 2006 Chevy C4500 Kodiak. Okay. Um, I use it just to pull my RV with my fifth wheel. The, the the water pump, I'm changing the water pump on it. The seals go on them. They're gear-driven, and it drops water down into the oil, which I have right now. Uh, have you guys, any, any of you guys experienced taking that water pump off? Yes. Okay, let me ask you: Are we talking just for everybody else, diesel or gas? Duramax. That's okay, this is yeah. Okay, this no, is the six. Duramax, yes, sir. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 
Go ahead, Alan. Oh, yeah, it's it's I, a big job. I, it's it's not a it's not a fun job. Make sure there's a bypass pipe that runs from the back to the front. Make sure you pull that okay. out and do the O rings on both ends. Because the only okay, way those O rings are serviced is with the with the water pump out. So make sure you do okay. that. Uh, and then just to get the coolant out of the oil, just change the oil after you're done. Shouldn't hurt anything. Is there anything that I an additive that I could add to the new oil that would alleviate any rust or anything on the cylinder walls or anything like that, or would there not be any? I use the the the, the best a good oil. I use that the the triple uh, what is it uh uh what is it triple T full synthetic. Okay, I'm the oil expert, so I'm going to take that one. Anything you add to your oil okay. throws it out of specifications. Okay, we hate okay. that. I, I represent Chevron, and I don't. I mean, I'm trained by them. We hate that idea. Okay. This the, the rust on your cylinder walls. Have we ever, the four of us, with a hundred plus years of experience, have we ever done a repair related to the rust on cylinder walls? No. In any way, shape, or form. No. no. So there's a lot of the the salesmanship on stuff like that, but in reality, in practical experience, I don't care if you haul two three axle. Uh, RVs behind that Duramax, you're not going to suffer yep. from rust on the on no. the uh, okay. on the cylinder wall. So that would be something okay. that we'd pass on. But thank you, Al. We yep. haven't heard that in a long time, and and God bless your Duramax because they're really good. <laughs> and, and I'm not making fun yep. of that. We all know that six yep. six Duramax yep. is a good motor. Doug, you're up next. How can I help you? Hi, I have a, a 2004 uh, F-150. I've had truck. It's been. A, I've had it for a while. It, it's just a. It sits in the backyard. I, I don't ever. It's just kind of for, ha, handy for yard jobs every month or less. And I, I, you know, it ha, it's an automatic, of course, and it has that button on the uh, uh, gear shifter on the very end. I guess that's an overdrive. Uh, r- right now, if I don't push that button in, as you probably know what I'm going to say, the uh, it, it'll go into the the three gears just fine, and then when it hits the fourth gear, I guess that's overdrive in this truck. To me, it's just for gear, but uh, it it flips out and, and winds up. So I've got to press the button in order for it not to go into that that overdrive. Uh, what would you think? Is, is that a big deal in the tranny, or is that just like a relay switch or a, a Eric? No. Go. It's a the wires break in the shifter column because of all the movement, and it hits that switch intermittently because those wires will touch because all that switch is just a contact switch. Okay. So basically, you. Put a new shifter and wire kit in it. Okay, so is this electronic shifter in the yeah. column? It's not mechanical. No. Okay, so we got a sensor in the steering column that's going to tell it to shift. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, and so the wires between the steering wheel and down to the feet? No, no, at, at the top where the shifter moves, okay. the wires run up through because the button's at the end of the shifter. Right. Where it goes on the pivot, those wires will break right there. How many are other? Just two. Two, just they, on and off. Yeah, on okay. And off. All right, so the answer is is that harness is available. Yeah. And it probably comes with the whole stock. Yeah. Okay, so it's going to be all the shifter stock, and it has to be installed, and we're going to plug in the new one. Yep. Okay, how much? Get ballpark. No less than, no more than. Uh, I think you're... 250 on the low end, 400 on the high end. I don't remember the exact cost. Of the okay, we're just thing. guessing, but yeah. the, you'll notice oh, I'm, yeah. I'm asking them for low and high because we're just guessing. So, like he said, it, it, on the low side, do you have a shop that you already use? I actually, I I just I, I don't. Uh, okay. I'm out in East Mesa, uh, almost the AJ, but uh, okay. but I'm East Mesa, yeah. 
All right. Mm-hmm. Well, if this is now on a one to ten scale, Eric, what is this on a one? Not for a senior master tech like we all are, but on a one to ten scale for the guy that changes his oil and does a little bit of work and has some mechanical ability. If he's not afraid to pull a few screws and is careful, he could probably do it himself in forty-five minutes or something. Okay, but he has to be careful of the airbag. We have yeah. to disable the airbag Actually, system. Actually, you just pull the shrouds around the column, okay. and there's a pin that holds the shifter in. So it's okay. just making sure you're not ripping up plastic. So we're not taking the steering wheel off the shaft. Right. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, there you go. Mark was wrong about the airbag explosion. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Okay. Thank you. All righty. And Dick, you're up next. Hello, Mark. Yes, sir. Uh, This is uh, some information for you. I don't have a problem. I'm a winter visitor, and uh, last year you had a caller come in and said that his TPMS light was coming on. Yes. And he later on, a second time he described it, he said it was flashing. Well, I had that happen in my Dodge truck several times. It's a system failure. It's not a tire going flat. Okay. All yeah, right. the blinking is usually a, a and it, system And it just thing. goes away after a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, um, especially on the Dodge trucks. Those are really, really bad on them. Uh, the, the receivers go bad. Um, not the TPMS, but yeah, if, if the, if the TPMS light is on, it's a low tire or a bad sensor, but if it's blinking, then there's a system issue. Yes. All right. Let's, let me clarify this for the people. Because remember, we're not on TV, so yep. they can't see our hands. We have a transmitter and a receiver. The receiver is the dog underneath the dash for all intents and purposes. Yep. And it talks in, a, in each one of the sensors and mm-hmm. four tires mm-hmm. talks to the receiver. Yep. So we have a transmitter, which is in the car, in the tire, and we have a receiver. Yep. So when it's blinking, what I hear you saying is, is we got something wrong with the receiver. The receiver's not hearing or seeing the four tires. Right. Yeah. Re- yeah. Okay. Receiver or something. But it's not a se- that's usually not a sensor issue. Okay. So what's the, uh, anybody done one of these receivers or anybody worked on the other end of the ABS spectrum? Mm, no, it's not. Well, it's usually not tied into the ABS. It's usually into the, like the, like the, the same frequency that the door locks. Like okay. The door. But anyway, no, not, not really. Okay. Don't, you don't see that often. Like right, my tire light's you, been Eric? on for eight years, and I've never checked mine. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it blinks. And, and <laughs> so your TPMS isn't working when it's blinking. No, no, okay. it hasn't worked since like day one. Okay, it, you know we do tires. We've actually about every about when they get about eight to ten years old, the transmitters, the batteries go dead right. because they're they're not plugged in. Uh, I've actually never seen a receiver problem. Okay. So it's usually the transmitters. If it's blinking, usually it's the transmitters. I'm not going to say it's always because there probably is other reasons. But Well, I think if we lose the signal, and, of course, Ford and Chevy and Dodge and Toyota and Honda can They're all be all different. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, but they can all have different paths. Yes, yes. yes. Um, so so if, if, if you have to look for that because some of them, like you said, I was under the impression that even Blinken says we've got a problem. But... According to 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 what Doug's saying, it That's what no, saying it, too, it's right? Dick. It's <laughs> Dick. We're talking to Dick. What Dick was saying that it, it's his understanding that the blinking means that the whole system is down and it's not a transmitter. Yeah. Right. So, but we've seen them both ways. And and, well, and and like for example, my truck, it's got a it's got a receiver at each tire. Yeah. So there's four receivers where most cars have it a centralized receiver to 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 take all four of them. Where like my truck has one at each corner. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So. 
Go this ahead. goes into the technical side, but the ones that have got individual receivers, you never have to program if you rotate tires. Okay. If they have a single receiver, you have to program the vehicle to know you move tires. To tell it where it is. Yes. Okay. And I'm going to you, you talk real quick about that. It's silly. I know that this isn't the right way. But what you do is, is you push a button, you turn the radio on, then you flip the wipers twice, and then you honk the horn once, and that tells you which tire is the right <laughs> rear. And there's a procedure out yes. there that you have to do these gyrations in order to tell the computer where the heck each tire is at, especially after you rotate them. Yeah. And, but now we have these handheld devices that we can go talk to the receiver inside the tire that costs $4 jillion. And so we charge a little bit extra money to do that because this, the equipment is so expensive. Yeah. Fair enough? Okay. Dick, thank you for bringing that up. And, 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 and I could have been wrong. And if it, that's the case, it's the first time in like 400 years I've been wrong. <laughs> Barry, you're up next. How are you? Actually, Barry dropped. Let's go to Richard. Richard, hi. How are you? Hi, Mark. I've talked to you before. Uh, you helped me with my uh, Toyota Camry. Okay. So we have another problem. We have a Chevy Cobalt four-cylinder. When we go to start it, it whines, but it won't start. Okay, so it's not really turning the motor over. You just kind of hear a, a whine to it? Yeah, you, you know, it's like it's trying to start, but it doesn't start. So it sounds like crank, crank no fire. Is it a is it a crank no fire crank no start so the motor's going rrr, 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 rrr. yeah it goes rrr, 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 but it doesn't start okay spark or fuel yeah it's going to be sounds one of like those. it's trying to start okay but I know but but it it's spark or fuel that, that that's a classic example it cranks but doesn't catch it cranks right. but the engine doesn't start you're missing right. spark or fuel that's that's okay. now if you want it do you work on it yourself no. Okay. No, well, not me. All right. If 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 this was my mother-in-law, I would say to her, take the air cleaner assembly off. Go get that can of carb spray I I gave you. Spray it down the throat of the air intake for about five seconds. Put the lid back on it. That's an important part because if there's a backfire, there's a fire. Put the lid back on it. Hit the key, and if it starts, runs, and dies, what does that mean? He's lost fuel. Huh? He's lost fuel. Yeah, you've lost the fuel system. So we we usually put a pressure gauge on the fuel system to see if when you turn the key on if we're pumping up to 35 45 55 pounds. So but if you got fuel pressure then it has to be a crankshaft sensor, it has to be a camshaft sensor, it has to be an ignition module, it has to be something that's not giving a spark. So right. there's all those possibilities um on the diagnostic part I'm going to say 100 to 200. I'm going to go 75 to 200. Yeah, 75 to 200 for diagnosis, and and more than likely that won't that won't translate to the repair. That's right. It's a separate system. So, anyway, Richard, good luck to you. It's a crank, but no start. That's yeah. the uh, technical word for it. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. You're welcome to call in. We got another hour. We're going to take a break here in about a minute. I think, and it's about a minute. Maybe it's not a minute. Maybe it's 15 seconds. Anyways, <laughs> and Gil's yelling at me. One minute, you idiot! One minute. <laughs> Crank no start. I got to write this down, so I'm killing time. What? You want one of those? Oh, one of these. Action Auto. Action Auto. He's up there next to you. Yep. Yeah. Do you know Tom? Yes. He's a good guy. He's yeah. a good guy. Action Auto's at I-17 in Deer Valley, about a mile or two north of of Kurtz at I-17 in Bell. Tom owns a full-service family-owned auto repair shop that served Deer Valley and North Phoenix since 1983, and I knew Tom in 1983 because he was selling those big box scopes. 
and he was selling the Allen, and I bought the Bear, and he's been mad at me ever since. <laughs> but those scopes back then cost more than my first house did. My first mm-hmm. house was 33, and those scopes were 35, and that was a big deal. But back then, everybody said, can you put my car on the scope and see what's, and wrong see what's with the matter with yeah. it? So anyway, Action Auto Repair, I-17 in Deer Valley. He's worth the drive. He works on cars. And if you live in that area, Tom is a good guy. Action Auto, I-17 in Deer Valley, the northwest corner of I-17 and Deer Valley. For the rest of the best shops, according to Mark Salem, you can go to MarkSalem.com. MarkSalem.com, 602-508-0960.